Skatchel. Ominous. Don't call it a comeback. Justin, title challenge back on. Title challenge back on. Yeah. Title challenge back on. Top six. <laughs> Those were the golden pipes of Craig Cairns. <laughs> this is Robbie Nielsen who's joined us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Nicole Hay. Hi, I'm Robert Borthwick. Say hello, Craig. I'm Craig Cairns. There he is. Yeah, he's back by popular demand. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> um, Thanks for all your demanding. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, um, it's a heart, so continuing to roll on yeah easy victories over easy opposition the the juggernaut continues yeah did it ever really stop i mean we had a blip but like were we ever really worried when we weren't well winning? when we didn't win for five games i was a wee bit worried to be honest like the displays in Inverness and stuff like that i was worried but it was exactly what you just said it was obviously a blip so mm. yeah i think the only like well. actual worrying result out of all of those was the draw to kilmarnock which is the only goal we've conceded in something like six league matches or something. Yeah. Keep going. I think I kind of agree with Robert there. It was, I think it was more because it was such a good start and then the longer that run went on, the more worrying it became. Yeah. But I, I, when we were winning most games, I didn't think that was going to continue. Uh, but obviously, when, when you start losing quite a bit and not winning, you, you kind of get worried that... It's going to be. It's a lot more difficult to kind of get out of that than it is to fall out of a winning streak, I guess. Yeah, I mean, we were kind of lucky that we we had the great start we did, but we're we're rolling on again. Like it's um, it's yeah. wonderful stuff. Players are fit. Yeah, Things it's are crazy. Together. <laughs> Arnold Jume has landed in our laps from the very heavens themselves. God, he's good, isn't he? He's so good. <laughs> I think the the chief conversation I had after that game was like, Jume's really good. I hope he doesn't get too good before we can get into a longer contract. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we should just sort of take him to a safe house. <laughs> Put a contract in front of him and, just, uh, yeah, wait until he signs it. Just disguise him. Yeah. Just pretend he's like David Templeton or something <laughs> so people look the other way. He's uh, he's performed well in a few different positions as well, which is quite encouraging. He's played well as part of the midfield two. He's played the most advanced of a three and he played on the right in this game. And he's... Yeah. Even though he spent a lot of that game... Central, coming central, but he's he's performed well in the position. I think he's just lovely and silky and determined and gangly. Oh, he is gangly, isn't he? He's he, good though, isn't he? He's strong. <laughs> he can hold people off. He can play a pass. He's unflustered. He's he's great. Let's just talk about Arnold Jim for the next forty-five minutes. Um, yeah, I, I think the main thing for me, um, like the common, <laughs> the most common sort of denominator that I'm, I'm so happy about in all of his performances, and this goes right back to even his ten-minute cameo against Celtic. It's how he times his runs into the box mm -hmm. and how he knows how to position himself. Like, uh, I mean, the, the example against Celtic is obviously when Boyata jumped out of defence and uh, took F.A. Ambrose to completely smash uh, Sam Nicholson out of the way. The most advanced player that was up supporting Nicholson was June and he was timing it perfectly. He got separation from any other defender. He was there waiting. Every single game he's got himself in great attacking positions. He... He could be the box-to-box -box player that we've not had since fucking Paul Hartley. Yeah. Like, he's... Ah, God, he's good, isn't he? Isn't he great? Ah, God. I love him so much. So, and he's making Prince Wabin better, which I'm sure we'll discuss as well, but he's certainly bringing out a change in, uh, in Prince. Yeah. Um, health is bringing out a change in Prince Wabin as well. But, Absolutely, you know, yeah. it's, none of these things are unconnected. 
Yes. Um, so um, a game against Hamilton on a on a crisp Saturday afternoon. Um, interesting when it, we we started we started off in a four three three, possibly to to make use of Jim's number tenny rampagingy box to boxy things uh, yeah. with so on the left. Then it seemed like we took like a five minute look at Hamilton and then switched to a four four two almost immediately. Yeah, which still seemed to work. I mean. And I think we've we've done it a few times where we start with the four across the midfield, but the two wide players want to come narrow, and the fullbacks come on, and yeah, we just we've just been dominating teams doing that recently. Yeah, but it was Jim who moves out to the right, showing off that gorgeous versatility of his. It just it just he's good, isn't he? Um, it just it brought such a great balance to the team. I think having Nicholson as the the sort of the sole wide man. Uh, letting plan man so continue that partnership that they showed against uh, Park Thistle last week and yeah Jim just showing that he can do whatever the fuck you ask him to because he's great he's great isn't he yeah yeah. Um, other interesting thing about the lineup, no Juwan uh, do we think possibly if we'd had more defenders available for Partick Juwan wouldn't have played are you meaning the, he wasn't playing because he was injured? Well, he, was I, on the be- he wasn't on the bench. Was yeah, he? he wasn't on the bench. He's, he, he said um, in an um, interview that the Scotsman picked up, he had an interview with an African newspaper saying that he was he wouldn't he basically admitted he wouldn't have played if uh, Augustine was available against right. this oh, ah, um, okay. So he, he, he still needs a bit of time on his hammy. I think he kind of rushed it back a wee bit. Um, it certainly explained why he was so uh, so played within himself yeah, last week. He wasn't yeah. very due on. He wasn't Cruyff turning half the team and then uh, yeah. <laughs> placing the ball. I, I had no idea he was unavailable again and again yeah. until I saw the the lineups. I oh, no, neither did I. Um, like I assumed it must have been a sort of fitness thing, but I guess rather than a, a, a setback, it was more just sort of like this is what we should actually be doing. I, I think we've looked at it and I think because Jordan McGee's coming in and done such an able job at the back, I think Robbie noticed, well, obviously he realised it's going to be a week off for the, uh, <coughs> for the, for the internationals and stuff like that. Um, he knows that he can give Juwan an extended rest, just like what we're doing with Jamie Walker just now as well. Yeah. Um, and let McGee sort of continue in, uh, you know, starting games and, and playing really well, to be honest with you. He deserves this, Jordan McGee. That's the nice thing, though. We've got enough fit players back. It's almost like we've got a squad again. Yeah. So you mentioned this... Um, uh, Robert... Uh, Rob, I don't know where that came from. Robbie Nielsen switching the uh, formation quite quickly. He seems to do that quite a bit. Is this a... Is this a good thing or a bad thing? Is it is it a negative? It's an excellent thing. I I I see it as a good thing. Um, you know, to to have that ability to admit, basically admit to yourself, maybe you got it slightly wrong. You can make the tweaks within the game to do it. And having players like Jum and So who are versatile, you have that ability to basically turn turn the squad on a pivot and you'll make it a four four two or make it a four two three one or whatever. There's a huge difference between having like. A first eleven who know that they can play several different styles and being able to change it on demand, and uh, being like the the real stick that was used to beat Brendan Rodgers at, at Liverpool, whereas you know he'd he'd win a game with four four two and sit with four four two for five weeks until he lost it, and they just go ah three four three. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think you know a, a lot of the I've been reading quite a lot of articles sort of in the last few weeks since since we've become you know good again. And a lot of the plaudits that Nielsen's getting is his, his match management, his in-game management. He's definitely it? one of the best in the division for doing it. Yeah. Oh, I, 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 just, I don't know whether that means that he gets it wrong so often to start with, or I don't know. Yeah, no, I think, it, I think it was... I'm not trying to be too down on the guy, he's, done a, he's done a brilliant job. That's a valid it, point. Right? I think it was wise to start 4-3-3, partly because of the personnel available, partly because Jim had played so well in the number 10, you maybe think you're going to get the best out of him there. But also just the way um, the game at Hamilton went, 
back then, like Hamilton really got quite a lot of joy in the midfield, uh, passing it around us, which is another interesting thing. Hamilton came up with a completely different game plan for this game. Uh, they followed the Ross County template of just kicking. Just kicking. Yeah, they did. I, I think, to be <laughs> honest with you, if Ali Crawford had been available for Hamilton, it probably would have been a different story. That's what I was going to say, yeah. Um, he's such an integral part of that midfield. He's... He's their quarterback, you know. He's, he's yeah. the guy that makes things happen. They had a uh, Turner in there with McKinnon instead, and you know they're a couple of industrial uh, type footballers um, putting a lot of a lot of tasty challenges. But yeah, it's what we've come to expect now. We, we've got ball players at Tynecastle. Teams are going to come in. They're going to try and bully. It shows good character that we've, they would come through both those. Nicholson games, seems to get the shit kicked out of him every week now. Yeah, he reminds me of Neil McCann. Like Neil McCann used to get the shit kicked out of him every week, and like even going back to like John Cahoon and stuff like that, because they're sort of classy, jinky wingers. Um, it, I think that's just the way it's going to be until he leaves Scotland, basically. What's the worst thing about McKinnon? Is it his big slabby meaty head, or is it his <laughs> terrible haircut? Um, yeah, it's, his, it's that haircut and those. I don't know. Just he looks like a little dirty gadgy bastard. Yeah, it's great use of the word gadgy. I haven't heard yeah, that in ages. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's like probably been in prison before. I mean, I'm not going to fact check that, but, <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm going to throw an alleged lay on there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's generally something that people don't just like laugh off. No, no. <laughs> obviously, said and jest, he will batter me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like it's it's a nice story for McKinnon, though. To be fair, he came from playing for Clyde Bank a few years ago, and then you know he's he's playing in the the Scottish Premier League, and that's that's nice. But he's turning into a bit of a good one, uh, good one unleashed. Yeah, it certainly has a bit of the juniors about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah 100%. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, you know, our midfield came through it. Um, they, they didn't rise too much. Obviously, Juanma got his book in for, you know, doing the, the yellow card signal, which I quite like that Madden booked him for that. It pisses me off. And yeah. now that he knows that you can't do that and get away with it, then, yeah, yeah. fine. I mean, I know he's going to be uh, suspended now because of that. But Nielsen said he took him off before he got a second yellow card as well. Yeah, yeah, he's... <laughs> In fact, I, Nielsen said as well, he's still adapting, Juanma. He is still adapting to the sort of um, the way that Scottish football's refereed, the way it's managed, the way it's played. Um, so maybe a suspension and a bit of time off will do him some good. Uh, who knows? But, you know, we've got Gavin Riley who can come in and uh, plug a gap. So, yeah. First major incident of the game uh, happened to the, the ball boy. <laughs> a very, very unfortunate young man. Yeah, I, I think having watched it again, having seen the analysis that Hart's put yeah. up on YouTube... Um, I think it was more his pride that was hurt than anything else, to be honest. Maybe a slight winding, but uh, certainly didn't need the physio to come on. But Igor Rossi, ah, oh, God, if it wasn't possible to love Igor Rossi anymore, <laughs> he went over and like made sure the kid was okay and then sort of did the, the signal for a substitution. And I just love him. Like, <laughs> that, I mean, that along with him sort of pretending to ride Jordan McGee <laughs> against Dundee United, he's just my favourite guy. He's the king of banter. He is, he is. Uh, so, and then, then we scored a goal. <sighs> Prince. That's correct. That's who finished off a, a rather spectacular move. It was lovely. Um, it was straight from the right back area. Who wants to take this? You're both champing at the bit. And it, it was it was swept over to the other side, and Jordan McGee was involved. Jordan McGee was involved. Osman Sol got there first, though, with a, a wonderful turn just inside the D to feed it out to Jordan McGee. He did that for both goals. Was, yeah, he was really integral to both goals. It was so. Gomez that played it to McGee. Oh yeah, no, sorry, Osmondson fed it out to uh, Nicholson, who fed it back to Gomez, who then recycled it back to McGee, (laughs) who then put it in, um, blabbing in acres of space. Yeah, uh, to be honest with you, I I don't see anything wrong with Hamilton's defending of that. Uh, Blabbing isn't known for, you know, scoring perlers or anything like that. 
It's definitely the player that you don't mark. That's the guy that that's the guy you live with. It kind of came from nowhere. Um, but if you're if you're given that much space on a pitch like that, you have to exploit it, and that's what he did. It was a it was a smart shot on goal. Um, he made sure it was low. Um, you don't mark him to the extent that when he was shaping over it, it was like, oh, he's going to deliver a good cross to the back post. Oh no 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 no. Oh okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm just the main thing to take from that. I'm just really happy that Boabin's got that goal. Because he's been he's been getting pelters. He's not played brilliantly this season, but he has been playing with an injury since last yeah. season. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Absolutely. Um, and yeah, no, he, he absolutely deserved it. I think he's he's shown an upturn in form. Like I said earlier on, some of that's got to do with Zoom. Some of that's got to do with Gomez coming back into the fold as well. But he's you can tell he's you know building up a familiarity with his surroundings again, and he, he's just looking a lot better. So. Delighted that he did that. Also delighted he had that little momentary pause before he starts celebrating, which I still don't understand. It's like his trademark celebration. Yeah, yeah. It seems to be his thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, the only time I can remember him not doing that was away at Queen of the South, when he sort of ran through the entire team oh, and yeah, poked yeah. in the bottom corner. And he, yeah. That was such a good goal, though. I think you're too excited to be cool in that situation, <laughs> yeah. even if you are Prince Boab and one of the coolest men on earth. True. But I think the way we're playing just now, um, and I mean the style... Um, that we're playing I don't think we're really expecting like whoever's playing in that too whether it be Gomez and Boabin or whoever they're not really getting into goal scoring positions that much and Boabin uh, when he scored at the weekend he still he wasn't in a goal scoring position I mean no. I, he was supporting the attack he scored from it yeah and I, I think the way we play is we, uh, we we don't have those two over committing too much so yeah, I don't think it's that bad a thing that they're not scoring so much because we're, we're getting goals from everywhere else. Although Nielsen has said he wanted goals from the midfield a bit more. But I think he maybe means the wide positions rather than those two. Yeah, I think yeah. he just maybe means I want goals. White goals. <laughs> some mean, goals. Give some goals. Um, I'd like to see the defenders score more often. Yeah. You got Rossi. In particular. God, I love him. bet he's got a great celebration on him. Ah, oh, yeah. Um, we're not at that stage of the game yet, but uh, talking about the the midfield players, uh, Payardo came on and instantly looked lovely mm. again. Yeah, did that weak jink crawl away from a defender and played a through ball. So and it was. I just really want him to get fit again because I'm scared that he's you know this is going to be a, a slippery slope of him not being fit and then leaving at the end of the season. I hope that's not the case. Um, Don't play too so many to choose from. I know it's great, isn't it? It's like I I don't know. Midfielder roulette. <laughs> it's shoot them out a gun. Like, it's having a squad. Yeah, it's it is it's it's great. I mean, you just have to look back to what a month and a half ago, uh, Cali Thistle away, and we had to play. We were forced into playing uh, McCurdy at centre mid because we didn't have any other options. And now it's the exact opposite. You know, McCurdy's dropped out of the frame. I'm sure he'll come back. Um, but yeah, just having you know, Jum, Gomez, Blabin, Payardo, Swanson. It's it's brilliant. I, it's, it's a very nice headache for Nielsen to have. I think uh, very harsh on the Wonder Twins, considering how much they've been improving the last week. But I, I think theoretically, if you're playing a midfield two, then Payardo and Jume is has uh, got the right blend of uh, silk and dynamism. Yeah, yeah, I would love to yeah. see that start a match. Um, I'm sure it will happen sooner rather than later as well. But having said that, Boabin's coming <laughs> on to a game. Gomez is just getting back into the, the rhythm. So how effective is possible? Be as a partnership, I'm not sure, but I think looking at them all individually, they're probably the best two players out of the four. Yeah, I, think I would find that difficult to disagree with. I would say so. Yeah. Cool. Glad we agree. Great. <laughs> uh, and speaking of Arnold Jim, our lovely, lovely, lovely second goal, Craig. 
Yeah, I saw again, like a uh, lovely little bit of footwork, unselfish play, as they say. And Jim, as we've said, like um, he he did that quite a few times during the match, where he he got into he got into the box, he got he supported the forwards, he was there to score goals. There was another one in the second half where he was um, just inches away from connecting with. So so yeah, and he won the penalty against Thistle the week before mm -hmm. as well from and a he scored against the Celtic. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he looks like he's. Uh, He's going to contribute to the goals and to the attack quite a bit. Hundred percent. I, th I think my my favourite part about the goal, um, well, other than the the setup from Sober, was the fact that it, it came from Jun to start with. He played it out to Nicholson. Nicholson's ball in. Kurikin should have done a lot better. He really should have cleared it. I don't know how he got caught underneath the ball, but then the footwork from So to fool, you know, basically all eleven Hamilton players at once. And then late on a plate for Jum was uh, delicious. But the and patience and the vision to wait for Jum rather than yeah. to strike himself into a rock of bodies. That, that is absolute hallmark of a confidence player. You know, if, yeah. if he didn't have any confidence, he would have lashed at that. He would have just, you know, hit and hoped. But he, he's so sure of himself just now that he knew he could take a touch. He had probably had to look up to see if there was a, a vision through the goal. Didn't see it. Arne was there by himself. Yeah, I just I absolutely love both of those players right now. They're probably our two top performing players. It's nice having good footballers, isn't it? It's nice playing well. It is. It is. It's wonderful. So that was the half. Um, a, a completely uneventful second half, but that was by Robbie Nielsen's design, quite frankly. Yeah, I mean, it was quite comfortable. You could, I think you could sense it from the crowd a little bit as well. The crowd just kind of thought, when is this going to be over? It, it, was, <laughs> it, was, it was just kind of like the game was won by that point, and you could tell that Hamilton really weren't going to really weren't going to bother that Hearts defence, especially the form that they've been in recently. The only chances they really had were from set pieces. The Tagliapietra free kick looked like it might have troubled Alexander, but took a deflection off the wall. Yeah. Uh, and then the same player won a couple of headers, lost pa Patterson for a couple of headers. But other than that, I don't think they really created a chance from open play. Spectacular Morris dive. <laughs> yeah. I, well, yeah. Morris um, dancing. <laughs> oh. Um, yeah, I, I think, you know, from, from my angle, it looked like Madden had given the penalty and I fucking lost my shit. And then, <laughs> and then I saw that you booked Morris, I was like, oh. No, it's <laughs> I, made, I made a mistake. No, that's yeah. exactly what every, me and all the guys that sit next to me did. Like, it was like the, the complete reverse of the gym penalty at yeah. Partick. We're sort of like, is he, is he giving a penalty? Because uh, yeah. it's just like the diver and the penalty spot are in the same general area. Yeah, I, th I think, um, like, having watched Hamilton a wee bit, like, Morris and Courtage are both really good players. I like Morris a lot. I think he, he adds a lot, but they didn't do anything. Courtage was anonymous. No. He's been he's been a bit of a revelation for Hamilton this season. He has. And I he, think he, he has nothing to offer. I think it goes right. back to something you were saying earlier. I think it really shows that um how much they how much they miss Crawford, how how key a player he is for them. It was it was like last season when Tony Andrew dropped out. You know, you could see obviously Alex Neal even as well was a big thing, but it's they, they seem to be a bit dependent on individual players rather than having that squad. And yeah, they, they didn't offer anything going forward. I think, you know, a lot of credit has to be given to the back four again. Mm -hmm. uh, Augustine coming back in looked like he hadn't missed a game. Um he's he's really beginning to look like a good signing now. Uh Igor Rossi, Mr. Consistency, he's been our best player this season. Callum Patterson not great going forward on Saturday, unfortunately. His passing was very wayward on it, Saturday. It was awry. Um, and Jordan McGee, um, we had a discussion walking up Gorgie Road mm -hmm. after the game. I think he's been fucking excellent. You think he's been fine? I think he's been, I think he's been fine. Like, and that's that's not a bad thing for like a young player playing out of position. Yeah. Um, I do think he's a fullback rather than a centre half at this stage of his career. Yeah. There was 
quite a few times he lost headers to Dougie Emery, who's not the tallest man on earth. Yeah. Um, so you know, I think I think that he's not big enough concern. I think that's real, and it's. I'm sorry, it's harsh, but I think it's real. Um, he looks but, a lot like a very uh, like a young Gary Locke. Yeah. Know if that's a positive or a negative. But, uh, <laughs> as long as he doesn't have the knee injuries or management style, I'm sure he'll be all right. Um, yeah, it's like facially everything. It just looks like Gary Locke in every single way. Um, no, I, I, th- I think he's been absolutely excellent defensively and even going forward, he's got the reflexes and tricks. He's really confident. Again, yeah. confidence is coursing through that team in every position and it's great to see. But He's certainly got the pace to... Like, like he's got the pace that's definitely an asset when you're a defender. He's like got, as a fullback, but also as a centre half. He's got better pace, but he doesn't have better height. That's, yeah. that's the issue there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah, I, I would tend to agree that he's maybe not got the height quite yet to be a centre half. But you never know. Maybe if if he completely works on his position and becomes like a can of arrow, then you never know. But it's not impossible. But it's, it's not, not there yet. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, the only other thing I wanted to touch on from the second half is completely, it's, it's a tiny, tiny little thing, but it's just another thing that made me love Doom even more. Right. <laughs> there was um, a moment where uh, Gomez got a run in uh, through on goal, and the reason he had the space to do it is that Doom like, in basketball parlance, set a screen for him. Right. Like, he just noticed, like, the, the defender who would have come across to cut him off, and he just stood in his way. <laughs> and, like... Like it's like incredible game awareness and then things like that. Like you know, it's sort of like well, I'm not going to get the ball, but you know, I can just be, I can just occupy this space. I can just and be make annoying. It, yeah, yeah, and just make it so much easier for for Magaro when Magaro got through. Yeah, and it made me go, this honest Channel Jim, I love him. We've we've offered him a deal. Well, we've offered him two deals, and it says you know we've we've agreed financial He's terms. He's that good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Eighteen months and two and a half years, so he's going to be here for four years. Yes, exactly. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's nice to see uh, the club actually coming out and saying we have agreed financial terms. I think they're very very keen to get this uh, sewn up. Um, but yeah, you can either accept the eighteen month or the the two and a half. Or swap it all for what's in the mystery box. <laughs> <laughs> is, the, is, is the mystery box? Is it Ryan Stevenson? <laughs> uh, sure. Let's hope not. Yeah. Um, or Jamie Hamill. Remember him. Jamie Hamill. Scored eyebrows. Scored eyebrows. <laughs> I was having such a nice time. Jamie Hamill. Um, so yeah, I mean, fingers crossed. I think uh, Robbie and, uh, and Levine are trying to get him and So certainly um, tied up this week, if possible. Fucking Jamie Hamill! I'm sorry, man. I, I know I know what you're like with Jamie oh, Hamill. Um, it's been like this since the start. Really. Uh, right, is there anything else you want to actually talk about from this game? Robert Sloan? Oh, no, not from oh. this game, sorry. <laughs> Um, for instance, I thought we were just listing shitty heart swingers. Stuart Callahan. Christ. Yeah, there you go. Robbie Horn. Um, Paul McMullen. Paul McMullen. Yeah. Wow. Neil Janchik. Um, he wasn't that. He was pretty bad. He was pretty bad. <laughs> Could have played for Poland. Uh, cool. So the only remaining question is who was the best player in this game? Well. Well, 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 well. Who have we mentioned more than anybody else in this so pod ob- so far? Obviously, it was Arnold June. Arnold June and was obviously, the second best player was Osman So. So yeah. was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, but neither of them are getting songs. <laughs> no. Um, to be honest with you, uh, like I think the uh, the two man of the matches uh, that were dished out by the official um, lines by Scott Wilson were Zoom and McGee, and I wouldn't entirely disagree with either of them. I think they both played very well, but. I think, given his upturn in form, 
Um, and the way that he sort of shrugged off his critics and got himself fit again, and he scored. No, he scored from thirty fucking yards. And he scored from thirty fucking yards. Uh, I think the songs have to go to Mr. Prince Boabin. Prince Boabin. Prince. He's so cool. I he can't is. believe that we're going to completely undermine that with these very uncool songs. <laughs> yeah, buzzing. buzzing. He's gonna go. I, it's been a while since I've gone first. Should I go first? Yeah, on you go, man. Okay. Batter in. Okay. It's because you usually sort of steal the show with both volume and uh, panache, but oh, go for it. Right. <laughs> okay. well, I'm just trying to be fair. <laughs> if we have Madaro, then we have a chance. As long as he's playing beside the prince, Prince Robin, Prince Robin, so glad he managed to who escaped Dundee. He's a wonder <laughs> twin, and if there's a pen. Fantastic! Yeah, fuck. Set the bar pretty high. <laughs> who's next? Who's next? Who's next? Okay, why not? What must your neighbours think? <laughs> right. You must so think Prince Wavin's pretty fucking sick. <laughs> um, yeah, so this is from the perspective. This is Robbie Nielsen singing this, okay? <laughs> Alright. in character. So is be, this a prog epic? So you'll be mumbling it. <laughs> okay. I want to play my prince Boapin. I want to play my prince. I want to play my prince Boapin. Play him even when he's mint. You ask why? I say cause. You ask why? I say cause. I don't believe in Margaro, Arnold Jimmer Pyardo. Really want to play my prince Boapin. Prince Boapin. <laughs> want to play my prince Boapin. Prince Boapin. That's all I had. That was a fucking spectacular. There's not even any fucking point in me doing this. Well, you're doing it. You're doing it. Ah, fucking hell. Well, Craig's won. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He certainly has, but go on. Okay. Keep the pretense going. Okay. <clears throat> right. Um, as I was just saying to Craig, uh, this is one of my favourite songs. I'm going to fucking <laughs> completely butcher it now. Okay. Cool, Let's take it back to a 4-3-3 original Three Gomez and Arnie There are top men, no Hamill or a Benson Just that classic ball and from Boabin <laughs> That's all awesome. right? Didn't even get to the chorus no. which, which Hamill was that? Ah, <laughs> oh, don't mention his name, I'm sorry Let's look, gloss over everything and just say Craig won. Yeah, Craig won. Jesus Christ, man. What a spectacular is. effort. That was... that was Performance <laughs> and lyrics especially. An absolute sensation. Robin Nielsen would be proud. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just to imagine him doing that in a post-match interview. <laughs> <laughs> How junky prison... Well, you know, to... Uh, yeah. I want to! <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, while we're still reeling, we better give out Twitter handles while everybody's just feeling good about uh, listening to the podcast. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, I'm still RF Borswick. I'm still Nicol Hay. I am now at CraigCares001. Cool. Cool. Great. Uh, we, as a collective, are at We Have No Cares, and you can also email us at We Have No Cares. What? Uh, don't, uh, at gmail.com. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's one of very few things that we actually have to remember for this podcast. Uh, you can also catch this episode and all the previous episodes at our website, which is wehavenocares.tumblr.com. And all over YouTube. Yeah. And yeah. all over iTunes. Yeah. And behind the bins, behind your house, lurking, watching, yeah. always ready. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and we'll be back after the international break. I yeah, assume. two weeks yeah. and a thrilling international break to come. Yep. Yeah. 
so much going on. Five Hearts players are with the under 21s. That's great. Yeah. Still being coached by Ricky Sabrasia. Yeah, still. That's less good. Yeah, less no, good. No Scotland game as well, is that right? I yeah. think, no, think Shrek might have cancelled it after the... Well, was there anything to cancel? I'm sure we were leaving the, the or week free for, for the playoffs. That we or were maybe we were making. going to arrange one and he decided not to. He made some sort of decision after us. He just can't look at Alan Hutton anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't blame him. Not one bit. Well, thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us, Craig. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, Steve Crawford. Steve Crawford. Lee Jenkinson. <laughs> Don't... <laughs> no, ruined it. Fox no. it. You'll all be back. Mama said knock you out. Oscar's arriving on the scene. Pop!